Welcome to the Grace for This City podcast. We're helping you turn your city upside down. Hey, I'm your host, Justin Goff. Stay tuned. We got a great show for you today. All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in. This is the Grace for This City podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Justin. We're helping you turn your cities upside down. How are we doing that? Well, we're giving you scriptural motivation and strategies so you can get out there and get some stuff done for your king, King Jesus, that is. And I'm telling you, friend, he's got a great plan for you. So you need to get off the couch and into the game. Come on. There's lots of things to be done right now. You don't want to be left not right in the middle right? You want to get out there right on the spearhead of this thing. We are living in phenomenal times, friends. And I'm telling you, Jesus has got uh, the best thing going. So, hey, thank you for tuning in. I'm joining the studio right now with a very special guest. I'm telling you, I'm so glad that you are tuning in to be a part of the podcast today because I'm here with Phil Rabb. Yeah, thank you. Hello, sir. Hello. Thank you for coming and being a part of the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, so Phil is a Jewish brother, hallelujah, born again, loves Jesus with all of his heart. And uh, let's see, Phil, you have a ministry called Menorah Light Ministries, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Menorah Light Ministries. Yes, and uh, you also work closely with uh, Dr. Larry Allison. Yeah, blessed. Uh, my wife and I, Marla's my wife. Marla, yeah. And I know she'll be listening to the podcast. Uh, okay. So a little shout out to her. Yeah, so... Have. Uh, you know, if y'all, yeah, you better have, right? <laughs> but I, uh, we both have the privilege of uh, working for um, Walk on the Water Faith Church, Larry Allison Ministries. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Praise the Lord. Very privileged. Yeah. If people, it, yeah, hey, listen, if you're unfamiliar, I, I don't know who would be unfamiliar with Dr. Larry, but in case you are, check it out. Walk on the Water Faith Church. Y'all are located in Osage Beach. Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm telling you, the Lord's doing something mighty in the Ozarks, in the heartland. Hallelujah. So check out what Dr. Larry's doing. Phenomenal work there. Uh, But yeah, man, Phil, we're just, we're honored to have you. Well, thanks again for having me. Like I said, um, you know, when you said phenomenal things in the Ozarks, this is part of the Ozarks too. Yeah. And Autumn Assembly, I know um, Dr. Billy talked about Corrington Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that? Yeah. About several prophetic words yes. over this area. And then the end times, and folks, we are in the end times. Yeah. If you're don't haven't figured that out, I mean, I don't say this condescendingly, but we are in the last of the last days to the yeah. point where Jesus does have his hand on the doorknob and literally he's pushing, swinging the door open. Wow. I mean, that's how close we are. But, yeah. you know, Corrington Bloom, Boom, when she was flying over, she told the pilot, you got to land a plane. Wow. And God showed Come her. Come on that this, the Ozark area here, yeah. would be the belly button of the end time revival where it will all Hallelujah. emanate from. Oh, thank and I you remember Lord. Dr. Billy brought that up a couple times, uh, mm-hmm. you know, at autumn assemblies and stuff. I know that's kind of where you and I, I met you through my pastor, of course, right. like I said, yeah. Pastor Larry. You know, Doc, Dr. Larry, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's where we physically uh, folks met. I met yeah. you, know, you and your lovely bride at Autumn Assembly and stuff like that. Got and I'll time. never be the same, Phil. No, got time to fellowship. Hey, and get this. So Phil and I, we're actually uh, this week, this is a special podcast. I'm so glad this worked out like this. But uh, Phil and I, uh, we're actually enrolled in Billy Brim Bible Institute, 3BI. Mm-hmm. And so uh, she does these uh, week-long intensives as, uh, as part of her Bible school. And so we are um, attending in Branson. Mm-hmm. And we're studying uh, uh, what most people would know as Zechariah, but uh, we we learn to say it as what? Well, say in Hebrew is Zechariah. Zechariah. Yeah. So, man, I'm telling you, phenomenal. By the way, there, the like answer, Ezekiel, the, for instance, is Hezekiel. Has, oh, man. I tell you, I love this Genesis language. Genesis would be Batashit. Yeah. Or Batashish. Yeah. Oh, it's phenomenal. So there's an emphasis in Zechariah, Zach, Zechariah, on the millennium. Uh, it's all about the millennium. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. he had what eight eight visions, mm-hmm. and uh, so we 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 were in the middle of studying that. So it's just phenomenal that Phil was close by and we were able to yeah. jump on here. So I and, said, "Hey, Phil, let's do a podcast," because I mean, you are you are well versed, you're very astute, and you were showing me some stuff. And oh, I yeah. said, "Dude, we've got to get that on the podcast." But I mean, you've got you are just full, and so man, I just want to turn it over to you. Let's just bless the listeners. Uh, there, there's going to be some nuggets, some gold nuggets. 
Sure. Um, so yesterday, or yeah, yeah, this is day two. So yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, we were sitting in class, and before class started, um, you know, just Pastor Justin and I were talking, and uh, you know, he asked me a question uh, about Hebrew, and uh, so I answered his question, and I kind of showed him a couple other things or explained a couple other things, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, I I, I think that I would love for you to share that," but. Uh, <clears throat> One last thing I'll say about 3BI, if you have the opportunity to attend that, it's college accredited. You don't have to take the college accreditation, but uh, it's worth going. Um, I mean, there's pastors from all over the United States there and, and, and ministries. Oh, yeah, it's, there's it's, there's a bunch of pastors oh, yeah, there. It's phenomenal. By the way, if you can't attend in person, uh, we actually, mm-hmm. Phil and I, we have the uh, privilege. We got in because it was limited seating, but right. uh, we, we were able to – get and be a part of the live studio studio audience, but you can go back and you can register and you can take all the courses online. Online, yep. So it, I, I would recommend it. Yep, I, in fact, uh, you know, um, you know, I'm, I do take, I have, you know, online. Oh yeah, yeah. I kind of like that because you can go back. I am going back and watching these. I mean, yeah, I, no, there, I there mean, was a right. lot of stuff. I mean, Phil was, I'm sitting next to Phil in class. He was kind of talking to me, and so I missed a couple of things. I'm going to have to go, go back and watch the classes. Yeah, we were. And I uh, oh, love it, brother. So, so the one thing that, uh, like I said, uh, he, you know, I, I just wanted to share with, with yeah. you with today was about the, the Hebrew language. Yeah. Which would be the Olivet. Right. Um, By the way, I think that the Lord speaks Hebrew. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, that is kind of like, that's like the mother tongue of the heavenlies. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, well, that's, yes, that's a fact. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, um, there is no, the, the Hebrew, Hebrew language, there's no human origin to it. In other words, it wasn't oh, created, wow, wow. developed by a man. Yeah. Um, and you'll see, as we explain, how, uh, again, don't take my word for it. It's right. some Jewish right. guy that, you know. But we'll talk about that. Okay. Um, there's 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet, uh, as opposed to our you know English language. Mm-hmm. Uh, significance on that. Um, just so you know, there are on the Hebrew language. There is um, each letter has um, a number, which you call gematria, which okay. when you add certain words up, and I'll get to that in a little bit. Um, and they have the same number. You kind of pay attention to that. Um, and this all started yesterday when you asked me about the scribes mm-hmm. and the pages having to add up to a certain numerical value. Right, right. And to this day, even in Israel, um, what happens is the scribes. This is phenomenal. And this is how this conversation started uh, before class, and that was they write from right to left in Hebrew. Right, right. They write to left. And then when the scribes write, they add up each line. And then they add up the bottom. And it has to add up equal to a certain number. Yeah. If it does not, or they make a mistake as they're printing the Hebrew letters, they don't just white it out. They don't erase it out. They have to get up. They go out. They ritually burn that document. And they have to start Listen to this, all folks. over front. They still do this to this day when they uh, write out uh, Torah or the Tanakh, the Bible. Uh, and then what they'll do is uh, they'll go and take what they call a ceremonial ceremonial mikvah, which is a bath, okay, uh, to purify themselves. This is how serious they take the word. But we're going to sh- see in the word why they take it so seriously. Um, and then they'll start writing again. Uh, as wow. I mentioned, wow. each Hebrew letter has a, a number associated with it. Mm-hmm. Each... Hebrew letter has a uh, color assigned to it, has a musical note assigned to it, has a symbol assigned to it. Uh, there's 70 layers into the Hebrew language. I mean, just keep learning and learning. Mm. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of giving the highlights of, of the different layers of the Hebrew language. And um, like I said, uh, we'll see here in a little bit what, why... It, the, the scribes are so serious about the word of God. Yeah. And um, so, so with that, for instance, um, David, King David. Okay. Uh, when 
his Jonathan, Saul's son, brought him to play for his father. Okay, right. And he would play the harp, and the evil spirits would yeah, right. would sub- be yeah. subdued. The reason being was there's exactly 22 strings on King David's harp. Okay. So when he was playing, he was playing the Word of God because each string correlated wow. to one of wow. the Hebrew letters in the Hebrew alphabet. Wow. So That's he awesome. was playing the Word of God. Yeah. And the Word is wow, that wow, powerful wow. that they have to, even the demons have to obey it. Yeah. Hallelujah, and and, and and that's a fact. I mean, that's just one aspect of yeah uh, the Hebrew uh, language. That is so cool. Wow. But then the other thing, if you could put up Genesis one one. Okay. Yeah, let me get that. So if you're listening to us now, you have to go back to our Facebook page if you want to see see these graphics. But right. Uh, all right, so I'm putting up what Genesis one one. All right, and uh, there we go. So this is it, and if you would see it, and and you do when you do look at it, it's in Hebrew. And of course, you read from right to left, and the first, uh, the two letters of the Hebrew alphabet is Aleph and Bet. So today we're going to kind of talk about Bet, and then uh, Genesis one one in a little more detail. So if you see that the very first word there is Bereshit. <coughs> And that means in the beginning. In in the beginning. Okay. Okay. And so we know it as Genesis. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or you would read it in your Bible. It's in the beginning. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Would, yeah. How it would read. Okay. But right. it's better sheet in Hebrew. But you notice that the bet um, is hot, l- larger than the other Hebrew language. All right. So for letters. those of for those that are watching right now, that's the that's the largest leather right there on the right top right yes that's correct okay and it's got the dot in the middle and then the two dots underneath Mm -hmm. okay right and there's significance to that because it's the only time in the torah or the tanakh the bible the torah is the first five book five books of the bible okay the tanakh is the complete old testament in hebrew okay okay and it's the only time that that bet is enlarged like that or capitalized like that Wow. And their significance because this each cool. Hebrew language or letter, excuse me, has a symbol. Okay, right, right. So the symbol for bet is house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay? So let's start. And in First John 5, 7, you know, John the Apostle. Right. Being Jewish. He writes in First John 5, 7, For there are three that bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. Yeah. He yeah. said the word. Right. Okay. You notice that John, again, like I said, I wrote some notes down that he used the term the word instead of the son. Hmm. Father, son. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, but, right. But there's a reason why he said the word. Okay. Because all scripture is <laughs> given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, God, how to write it. And the word is a person. Mm-hmm. So, go to John one one, and oh, it says, yeah. "In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God." Was God. Here's a key, verse two: He was in the beginning with God. Mm-hmm. In verse three, all things were made through Him, and without Him, nothing was made that was made. That was made. And in Him was the light. Excuse me. In Him was life. And the life was the light of man. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I love that. I so love we'll get passage. to that in a little bit. Okay. So, as we said, the symbol for bet. Okay, I'm going to stick it back up there. Yep, is house. <clears throat> okay. So we talked about the word is a house or excuse me, the word is a person, and bet is the symbol is house. Well, what's he saying here? Well, he said, for these three things that bear witness in First John 5, 7, Yeshua, Jesus, mm-hmm. is the word. Mm-hmm. So you see why the scribes take baths and take that very seriously. I mean, 
they don't want to mess that up. No, I mean, there's reverence, there's a yeah. respect, and and, and don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean, you don't have to take baths if you write something down wrong in your Bible or anything like that. Right. But they know it represents Mashiach. Mm-hmm. You know, the coming Mashiach. Mm-hmm. So you got to us, it's uh, the ecclesia, the body, it, the church. It's uh, Yeshua Hamashiach, Jesus our Messiah. Right. Right. You know, but. Um, you know, Hebrews 1, in verse 1 and 2, it says, And God, who at various times and in various ways spoke and in times past to the fathers by the prophets, meaning fathers of of like Abraham and, you know, kings and things like that, mm-hmm. but by the prophets, and we're in that class, as you know, mm-hmm. uh, Zechariah, mm-hmm. and uh, talks about the millennial a lot in, the, in, in a lot of the millennial, millennial reign and end times. And it says in verse 2, has in these last days spoken to us by his son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, through whom also he made the worlds. Mm-hmm. So there again we see Jesus, Yeshua, the word at the beginning in Genesis 1.1. Okay, yeah. So we're talking about symbol. Yeah. Okay. So the significance of that enlarged bet is, you know, it is through him, Yeshua, that God communicated with us. Just as we use words like we're doing now, English, mm-hmm. to communicate to each other. So through the word, Yeshua, God communicates to us the scriptures mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the gospel. This is, this is Yeshua. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And in John one fourteen, yeah, the, he's the living word. Abs- absolutely. Right. So in John one fourteen, and it says here, there's another clue, and the word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see again, the word and Yeshua mm-hmm. are one. Yeah. You're not going to ever get around that. No. Wow. Mm-mm. So if you notice in verse 14 of John 1, 14, verse 14, it says dwelt. That's another word meaning mm. um, tabernacled. Okay. Okay? Right. So bet being the house. So this literally means, like I said, he tabernacled with us, Yeshua, body. So in essence, his body on this earth was the house which God dwelt or tabernacled while Yeshua was on the earth. Mm-hmm. So, of course, how does he, the question arises, I, some of you listening or watching, some of us, you know, you're thinking, so how does this, how does God communicate us now that Yeshua has been physically, you know, resurrected? Right. Well, it's through the scriptures and it's the written word. So, in Hebrew, the word ben is the word son that begins with bet. Okay. Right. Okay, following along there. So, Bet is the house, and we see that Bet in Genesis 1-1, it's like I said, printed in, is oversized or, or larger. I'm going to put it back up yeah, there. Yeah, you should see it. Yeah, it's huge. So this is just one example of many different anomalies, if you will, in the Hebrew language. Um you know, and the scribes, as we talked about, they've been very faithful throughout the generations and throughout the time. Um, since Moses, of course, Moses wrote the first five books books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. But since then, the scribes, they take, like I said, they, they notice that there's there's reasons as to why. Wow. So the bet, if you look at it, is a house and it's closed at the top, the back, and the bottom. And it's blocking from view all that comes before it. See what's going on yeah, there? Yeah. So okay. it, it's o- it's open side is to the so rest of the letters. There you go. But it at the door of the house, it's issuing forth the words of Torah or the word of God mm. in which are hidden all, mm. you know, secrets of God's mm-hmm. wisdom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and knowledge that he's trying to impart to us. Wow. All the way to Revelation. Yeah. So, so you see the significance of why. There are certain things in the Hebrew language. Yeah, I I I love that. So it's like on the our right side. It's mm-hmm. like it's block. It's protecting. It is exactly good. That's exactly. Yeah. 
you know, it's it's a good way of uh, what you just said, Pastor Justin. That that's a good way of looking at it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love that. See that that that's what's so. Listen, before I even really, you know, really wasn't until we got around Sister Billy. Let me change cameras. Uh, wasn't really until I got around Sister Billy we started really deep diving into some of this stuff, and I started seeing some of these little nuances between the the numbering, the the gematria. That's what you say, gematria. Okay, and then the symbolism, and even that right there. So you know, in like you know, if you just have a King James or whatever, you you just see the ink ink on paper and you miss yeah we'll just say in the beginning but there's nothing wrong with that yeah but you don't see the symbol the house you don't see how you articulated that it's like the open door of that that which was within him he's releasing that word and all the mysteries are being revealed and while he was on this earth god or the word yeah tabernacled within him god yeah like the hat yeah how yeah so i mean <laughs> there are so many what'd you say there was something like what 70 layers 70 basic layers 70, or something there's 70 you? layers and so what i'm saying is for the church yeah when you get to heaven because i i don't know everything there is to know about hebrew right sure, sure i know sure, sure. i know and i know some yeah and i keep studying and as we've been into class i keep getting people can you please teach when are you going to start a class and i've yeah. been getting prodded of course by my pastor encouraged me to do some things, so I'll probably be doing okay, it pretty good, quick. Okay, good, good. Uh, I'll let you and people know and stuff. You I'll could let, start I'll a let podcast. You, know, you could, well, I, I don't know. It's pretty amazing <laughs> how, how you uh, got this set up such quick. So Yeah, quick. yeah. But that's why I got a younger son. Right. And a daughter. There you go. Who, uh, by the way, she went to uh, uh, she went to go ministries, so. Oh, really? Yeah, she went to go ministries. And, okay. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, yeah, that, that's it, phenomenal, giving, phenomenal ministry. I'll be giving her giving her calls. So she's yeah. Okay. Yeah, but uh, she'll probably help me if I do podcasts and stuff like Menorah that. Menorah studies with Rabbi Phil. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I walk in and a lot of people tease me. It's kind of funny. I, I'll digress a minute, but I'm part of very much active with Christians United for Israel. Yeah, yeah. In okay. fact, uh, Pastor Larry and Dr. Loretta. Uh, are the state directors for the state of Missouri. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very close. They were the first people like Dr. Billy okay. is an area director uh, okay, yeah, with yeah. the Hagees and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, so with that, <laughs> I digress. If you're Jewish, you would, you'll get this right away. And if you know the Hebrew language, uh, some of you will have the Ecclesia to body, you'll figure this out and get a kick out of it. But they would print my name badge and it would say Rabbi Rab. <laughs> so that's a double nomer because yeah, my last name Rab yeah, means the exact same rabbi. in Hebrew as Rabbi. Yeah. So when the Jewish people would see that, they'd start laughing, especially yeah. the rabbis from New York and you uh -huh. know the East Coast. They'd be like Rabbi Rab or Rabbi Rabbi. They'd call me and he'd tease me. So if I see him <laughs> to this day when I go because I still see them every you know every year in D.C. at the uh, annual convention, okay, yeah, the National World Convention, if you will, yeah, um, they'll see me and I'll. Without all my back turned to them, and I know it's usually a Jewish person, and they'll go, Rabbi, Rabbi. Rabbi, Rabbi. And I turn around, and and I had to tell them no, and it was kind of comical. So they yeah. had me my badge back, and it said, Rabbi, <laughs> Rabbi. And so I, that's why I said I'll digress a little that's bit. That's phenomenal. Yeah, it's pretty I, funny. I, I love it. But, uh, yeah, the Hebrew language, like I said, uh, it, is the, it, is, it's, it, it is our Lord and Savior. It's who it is, is what right. the the word is yeah um you know like the fourth uh olive bet gimel dalit dalit is the fourth letter of the hebrew okay, alphabet. right i don't have my notes in front of me that's okay and that is the symbol of door and jesus said i am the door wow okay yeah, yeah. another example yeah okay he is the living word yeah right and 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 you know yeah, that that's why he's he, the Dalit. He's he's yes. the Aleph. He's the butt and the Tav. Well, yeah, because I'm going to get to that. Yeah, in a okay, sorry. Yeah, so, no, no, no. <laughs> but uh, no, we'll Flow, get to Rabbi. Yeah, we'll get that. Uh, but like I said, at three bi this week, I have a lot of people coming up and like at you know lunch with you. I've been blessed to eat lunch with you the past couple of days. Yeah, and uh, you know, people have come up and asked me questions. I have a problem with that because that's what it's yeah. all about is, you know, because I've learned some things from you and I learned some things from, you know, uh, other pastors sure. this week, you know, and that's what it's all about. Uh, but, you know, Hebrews 4.12, the, 
now will give you a new dimension of why for the word Yeshua, right, mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. God. And Jewish people will not, uh, I still go to synagogue on God's holidays. So I'll explain, they're not the Jewish holidays. It's not the Jewish calendar. God's calendar, his time. Wait, wait, wait. So, so, sorry, synagogue is on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday night. Saturday night, okay. I usually, yeah, yeah. I don't go every Saturday night because it's in St. Louis. It's quite a bit drive for me from okay. Lake Eddie Ozark, okay. yeah, where, sure. where I live. But on the holidays, I'll go. Yeah. Or if there's special functions, I'll go. Yeah, because it's on Sabbath. Yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah, Shabbat, they would say. Shabbat, Friday right. Friday night at sundown. Okay. So God's days start sundown to sundown, not sunrise to sunset. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So with that, uh, they're God's holidays. Okay. And God's holidays are very important, not that you have to convert to Judaism. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you pay attention because uh, God's holidays, God will come down and he draws closer. Not that he can't draw closer to you, not on his holidays, but mm-hmm. there is a special dispensation, and Dr. Billy, like I said, mm-hmm. in her classes have discussed that. And uh, rabbis will tell you that. Uh, hence, I'm explaining it. <laughs> you are telling us yeah, that. <laughs> right. Uh, but with that, um, they call that a moed. Okay, And in right. Hebrew, that's right. a Hebrew word that means an appointed time. Appointed time. Those are not, again, the Jewish calendar. It's not the Jewish holidays. It's mm. God gave those calendar and those holidays to the Jewish people mm-hmm. to explain to the rest of the world, mm-hmm. to draw, you know, uh, you know, Isaiah 61 and 2 is the mm-hmm. real good indication. Arise and shine for your light has come. For the glory of the Lord is risen, the glory of the Lord has come, and the glory of right. the Lord has risen upon you, meaning the Jews, the Israelites, yeah. to go out yeah. to the you know, to the world. Right. And explain it. And he was literally he was talking to the um he was talking to the uh, to the Jews first there. Now right. pr- principally we can take some of these things. Oh, absolutely. Apply it to us, but literally he was talking to the uh the people group of the Jews there. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. And and to keep your end time doctrine straight. And I know, like Dr. Billy's got a book on it. She explains it. Yeah. Rightly dividing the word, and I have read it. And but it's the truth yeah. on that is this word of God, whether it's from Genesis to Revelation, is written to different people. There's three types of people in this world today. Mm-hmm. There's the Jews. Mm-hmm. There's the church or the ecclesia, the body of Christ. Right. Right. Body of Yeshua. Yeah. And then there's what we would call the nations or the Goim in Hebrew, that's Hebrew, Gentiles, yeah, okay. that's the unsaved. Right. So you got to know first off who's he writing it to, mm-hmm. but it's still you can still glean from it as the mm-hmm. ecclesia, like a rise right. and shine for your light has come. Right. You know. Yeah. Uh, the apostles, who were Jews, had the Old Testament. That's all they had in the New Testament. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you know you can still it's still applicable to you. Mm-hmm. You know, like for instance, Psalms one hundred three three. You know. Uh, he forgives us our sins, but he heals us of what? All our diseases. All, yeah. See, I love that. And it's a scripture I confess, or we confess for healing yeah. and, and things that happen. Don't forget his benefits. But what are you doing? You're confessing Yeshua. Yeah. And it's so interesting. Uh, uh, when we pray, and we always say, and in Jesus' name, mm-hmm. you know what you're doing when you end that prayer that? You're saying, I'm taking everything written in this holy book. And I'm applying that to the thing I just prayed. Mm-hmm. Everything, because He is the Word. Wow, wow! And you know, in Hebrews four twelve, gives you another indication of this. It says, "For the Word of God is living and active, and full of power, and sharper than any two edged sword." And that's the only weapon they had at the time when this was written, piercing even to the division of the soul and spirit, and the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So how would we would that be applicable today? Uh, for the Word of God is alive and powerful than any atomic weaponry, any man-made weapon mm. that we could ever uh, conceive of. Mm-hmm. This is the most powerful thing in, excuse me, our universe. Yeah. Is, the, is Jesus, Yeshua, Hallelujah. the Word of God. The Word, yeah. Okay? So... Um, well, was it that it uh, gives you a different 
There's Ask Hebrews me. one one three two right like uh, he upholds all things by the power of his word. And I heard this minister say another way of saying that is all of his power is in his word. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's powerful. It's Yeshua. Yeah, yeah. It's our <laughs> it's our Savior. Yeah, it's our Mashiach. Wow, wow. Okay, oh, I love it. So, if you could put up the um, okay one example of that very first word, um, Bereshit. Okay. Again, if you're listening, you have to go back uh, to our Facebook page, watch the video. You can see all of the graphics here, and there it is right okay. there. So I broke this down because this is the very first word in Genesis 1-1, Bereshit. But the Hebrew letters, you go from right to left, is Bet, Resh, Alev, Sheen, Yud, and Tav. Okay? Mm. So, Bet, if you take the first two letters, Bet, Resh, Yud, Tav, you get the word Brit in Hebrew, which is covenant or chesed. Mm. We don't have time. I got another teaching on oh, chesed. Oh, man. We'll have to have back to, you, to do that yeah, I was talking on, about that. Yeah. And... Uh, there's so much to that. Yeah. So but real quick, give them, we, we got to give them this teaser and we'll have you back. But has said would be it's covenant, but it's obligatory. It's God's obligation Absolutely. to us. Like, Absolutely. Uh, and one, one uh, outworking of that was um, uh, he, when David made covenant, he made has said with Jonathan. That's a great example. And that's in one. That's an example I use in one of my in my teaching. One of the examples. That's a powerful example of how that of how that how that plays out. And that's how the Lord He covenanted with us. He's in obligation. So, like when He said, "Is there any of Jonathan's family still alive?" They found exactly. a little cripple boy in Lodabar, but his world was changed because of Chef. Yeah, both. And his his world was changed because of an obligation. Because of Hesed, he made because of Hesed with Jonathan. Yeah. And his world was changed. He was a recipient of obligatory covenants. Yeah, yeah, it, it's absolutely correct. Uh, it's a, it's love chesed. It's the love covenant. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I mean, that's so and, full. It's yeah, so rich. I mean, right. And, and so, um, just to give you a little couple examples of that would be um, Eastern people to this day. Yeah. Uh, do chesed. Now they just some goofy thing, but it's always with the cutting of blood and Leviticus. 1711 says life is in what life is in the The blood blood, yeah there you go see western people the reason why we need this is because western people you know the bible is an eastern book and they're trying to cram their western philosophy to it and that's why they don't understand it well and when i teach at churches and uh uh, I say this with uh, the utmost respect. I don't say this as any any condescending way. I don't say this. It's just it's just emet in Hebrew. That would be the Hebrew word for truth. It's truth. Just truth. Yeah. yeah. Jesus is the greatest Jew. Yeah. That's still alive. There's not going to be a greater Hallelujah. Jew than our Lord and Savior Yeshua Hamashiach. He just he's that's just who he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, it doesn't mean that uh, being Jewish or uh, you're better. It means more of a responsibility in, in, some, in a sense. Yeah. And really, the we, let's let's add this too, and now I'll let you get back to what you're no, saying. No, but no, no, that's fine. We need to uh, address because that's that, that's part of what we were looking at with uh, Zachariah. Zachariah, Zachariah yeah. is when we're looking at the the propheticos that's the greek word so it's the prophets right. remember peter said look if it gets dark look to the prophets yes. okay look to the old testament prophets but the jews still play a central <laughs> i mean they are a central character okay. in the whole unfolding of the biblical narrative yes the revelation yes, yes pastor justin and i tell people that when i teach i said and uh uh, there's another minister at, uh, at, at, at Walk in the Water, our church, and uh, we kind of tag team sometimes, and uh, he studies the Hebrew things as well. He's not Jewish, but he does study them. Yeah. And a good brother in the Lord. And, um, you know, he said a couple times, Phil, it, you know, we've been at different churches teaching together, and you'll make that comment. And he says it, there's replacement theology is demonic. I'm just gonna, totally. I'm just going to throw Straight it out up. there. Um, we don't have the time, but there's scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture that, and that's, what's messed everybody's theology up is because when you took the Jews out of the story, 
when you replace the Jews with something else, you are not you do not have the keys you need to interpret biblical prophecy. When you say rightly divide the word. Yeah. Okay, always remember this. You can have Judaism without Christianity, but you cannot have Christianity without Judaism. Come on. Wow. Wow. I don't say that in a condescending way. I don't say that in a pompous way. Right. No. I say that very humbly, yeah. if you will. Uh, it's a fact. Jesus yeah. is the greatest Jew that's ever going to live. Yeah. Because he was flesh and yeah. dwelt among us. He yeah. tabernacled. And he has quite a bit of plans for his hometown. Well, when he comes back, and I always tell people, and I'm from <laughs> originally Chicago, if you haven't picked up on my accent, so yeah. I, I'm not trying to sound like a yeah, wise you're guy. Part just, of the and I grew up on the uh, south side of Chicago, too. Diaspora. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, literally. But with that, <laughs> that was great. But with that, I always tell people, you know, when, when, when Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, our Messiah, comes back, he's not coming back to Kansas City or Springfield. <laughs> Missouri or he, Chicago. He's, he's not coming, coming back, back to the to United Yo- States. No, he's coming back to Yerushalayim. Yeah. You yeah. know, the eternal sovereign yeah. God's capital. Earthly Zion. Absolutely. And so with that, the Hebrew word, I noticed I didn't say Jerusalem, which there's nothing wrong with saying Jerusalem. But right. in Hebrew, you say Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim. Whenever you get yeah. a Hebrew word with the word I am or I'm, that means it's plural. Plural. So if you say to a Jew, they'll always say Yerushalayim. They know, yeah. even though they don't know that Yeshua is Mashiach, because the, they've been blinded in part to the fullness of the Gentiles. We studied that this week. Right. Don't have time for that. Um, until the fullness of the Gentiles come back, that's in you know uh, Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. That's verse, uh, chapter 11. Uh, Paul, and God knew what he was doing. He gave the Pharisee of all Pharisees yeah. to the... Yeah. Going the nations to yeah. the to to the Gentiles, the apostle to the Gentiles, to explain basically. this, <clears throat> yeah, and he and he and emphatically spells it out. But with that, um, whenever you hear, uh, all Jews know that when you say Yerushalayim, that means earthly Jerusalem or heavenly Jerusalem, earthly yeah. or heavenly. Now, listen, that is so important uh, because yes. right now replacement theology. Just let me tell you why people get messed up is because you don't know anything about the language. You didn't know that Jerusalem is meaning plural. Mm-hmm. So replacement theology or these people that are kingdom now or dominionists that right. really believe that the ecclesia is rebuilding the earthly kingdom of God, it's your ignorance is showing because you don't understand the language. Mm-hmm. Um, Jerusalem is plural. There are Yerushalayim. two mm-hmm. Zions. There are two Jerusalems. And uh, God has a covenant with the earthly Jews that ha- that pertains specifically with earthly Jerusalem and earthly Zion. And then, of course, the ecclesia. Uh, he has plans that concern them. But he said, we're born from above. Uh, we're born up there with the heavenly Mount Zion. That's the company that the ecclesia is associated with. Exactly correct. So, man, I'm telling you, if people would just get into the language, but they won't. If they have a diminished view of the Jews and they think that God's done with it anyways, this this is the glaring bane of a lot of believers today is to not consider um, what God did in the Jewish people in the language, what he hid in the language, what he hid in his people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's my... I'm, no, 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 no. Get off my soapbox here. That's but see, look, I'm talking to Phil, okay? Now, naturally speaking, he's... Jewish, that's his 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 history, his roots, his heritage, but he's born again. Yeah, Yeshua is a Mashiach. So, I mean, Jesus. I'm not a Gentile, and you're not a Jew. No, because as, you know it, it clearly says that you know if any man's in Christ, he's what a new creation. Yeah, but to All but to diminish and to say, hey, look, God's not doing anything with these people is what's getting is what's got the ecclesia messed up too. Yeah, yeah, you know, and. Um, you know, like I said, uh, you just, you know, I just practically explain that to people. Like I said, when I, when I go to, to, to churches and uh, I, I just kind of just explain them to them, like, look, it's right in front of you. Yeah. You can't dispute this. Yeah. Doesn't mean because, well, you're Jewish, you're better. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, it has nothing to do with that, right? I'm yeah. not saying that at all. It means more of a, you have an obligation. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 60, again, we talked about that. Yeah. Right? Arise and shine. I'm arising. Yeah. For his light is shine. Yeah. And shown in me. Yeah. Right? We read that in John 1 1. So if you go back to that one, if we could, that one oh, slide, yeah. that's fine. 
Uh, let's see. The better sheet. This one, yep. So if you take the first two letters, again, to recap, you got bet. You read from right to left. You go bet, resh, olive, sheen, yutav. So if you take bet, resh, and the last two letters, yutav, you get the Hebrew word brit or the chesed, covenant, right? Okay, covenant, yeah. And then if you got olive, sheen, that's the Hebrew word ash, which means fire. Mm. So mm. in the very first word. In the very first word. Of Genesis 1-1, the word of God. He created the word, world, with a covenant, chesed, mm-hmm. a fire. Mm. Mm. Wow. Because the first three days, he illuminated the earth with his very essence. Yeah. He is light. Yeah. You know, the scripture God gave me for my ministry is James one seventeen. Here's another clue. Every good and perfect gift comes down from the father of whom? Yeah, father lights, of lights. With whom there is no, no very shadow. Yeah. shadow of wow. turning. Wow. So what is what happens now? You become born again, the church, the ecclesia, you're a walking menorah. Mm. We're gonna touch on that. In oh, a yeah, minute. please. Wow. Wow. But you know, that better sheet right there, he gives you so he illuminate because in the fourth day, what he said, then he'd separated the day and then night yeah, right. with the sun and the moon. Right. But the first three days were illuminated with what? Wow. Wow. With his very his yeah. glory. Right. Because he in said, heaven, let there be light. Well, and 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 you're you're hundred percent right. Uh it leads up to the to, to, to very first act in creation. He said, Better sheet. Brit Esh, if you will, right? Covenant of fire. When he said, light be, what he literally sa- said was, at, in Hebrew, what God said was, he created with his words. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Created with Yeshua. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> the world was created with our Lord and Savior, Yeshua. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's so powerful. I mean, yeah. I just got that revelation when I said that. I mean, yeah. you know. And I had a moed there. It means something very holy. I mean, just as I said that, it was, wow, another, yeah. I always say combination open up. But he said, what he literally said was the Hebrew phrase, he said, et heor, which means the light. I'm the light. See what's Oh, going? wow. So if you add up et heor, the gematria value of that is 613. That is the exact same number of commandments that God gave uh-huh. Moshe on Moses. Mount Sinai. Yeah. Wow. Because he gave him the Ten Commandments, which are written by his yeah. finger yeah. and to God, but then he gave him the oral law. Right, right. It's the exact same number, and I got my ta- talit here, yeah, my prayer shawl, trans- but there's there exa- that's exactly 613 knots on the prayer shawl to remind Jews as they put this on, and this is their bet when they put it on. Their bet. Which is the symbol for house. House, right? yeah. Because they're tabernacling and they're praying. It's something yeah. to separate themselves. Yeah. But this is, there's 613 of these knots on it to remind us of the law or the commandments, if you will. Mit, mit, uh, uh, mitzvahs mm-hmm. is, you know, the Hebrew word for commandment. Okay. Wow. wow. And so with that, uh, it's the fundamental Hebraic understanding. And John, again, as I, we, we just read, he would have known this. And he was inspired by the Holy Ghost to write that mm-hmm. when he, oh, Yeshua, Jesus is the Mashiach, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that's why he wrote John 1.1. 1, 1. Why? Because mm-hmm. being Jewish, he understood it. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you could put up uh, the next thing, uh, that would be uh, the menorah. Uh, menorah one uh yeah please yep and there we go and again if they want to see this yeah you have to go to our facebook page grace for this city podcast on facebook so if you read from light to left it's better sheet bara elohim et hashamim ha aretz and that is the first seven words in hebrew in, Ge- in better sheet or Genesis one one, most Jewish people, when you say the first, what are the first seven words of Genesis one one represents? They'll go menorah. Wow. Now, if you notice, wow. at the center of the center candle, of the stem, mm-hmm. that's the candle. 
if you see where it says et, there is no English translation. But notice it's the Hebrew letters, beginning first letter, Aleph, and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet is Tav. Mm. So in the Revelations, when it says it was written in Greek, but when he said the Alpha and Omega, like bro, I love what Brother Hagen always told her, it's okay to write in your Bibles. Right. <laughs> Back in the day. <laughs> it's okay to scratch that out. And you pull it. go to hell. You, no. You write in your Bible, Aleph Tav, because that's the way it's interpreted. So there's no interpretation because Jesus said, I'm the Aleph and the Tav is what he's saying. Right. So if most et. Jewish people, that et, if you ask them that, 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 what that center candle means on the menorah, that is called the shamash candle, which is a servant candle. That's what that means in Hebrew. Servant wow. okay. candle. So they'll say, thank you. I get a little animated. Yeah. Start with, so we can hear you. Yeah, thank you. So it to us. Interesting. That, so, so further, if you ask, I, I, like I said, I go to synagogue still for the holidays. And uh-huh. um, I have friends, you know, uh, good brothers in the Lord. Uh, he's very active with me. Uh, he was very instrumental, in fact, of getting the anti-BDS bill passed in the state of Missouri. Wow, yeah. Good brother in the Lord. Uh, 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 he, I say brother in the Lord because, you know, he's Orthodox, but uh, he's, you know, yeah. he knows how I believe. And uh, But every once in a while, he'll ask me questions. Huh. And he knows, you know, our church and is affiliated with our church. And, and he was very, like I said, very instrumental. But, you know, if you ask him, for instance... And I'd say to him, what does that candle represent? He'll say, well, it's the Shamash candle, servant candle, represents Mashiach. To us, it represents Yeshua HaMashiach. Wow. So if you see the scripture right next to it in John 15, 5, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Jesus said that. Who was he talking to? He always said to the Jew first, then to the Gentiles. Paul said to the Jew first, then to the Gentiles. So they would have known when Jesus said that, that's, he's talking about menorah. Wow. See that? The center candle, I'm the yeah. vine. Yeah, I see that. The wow. shamash. And the Jewish people, for instance, when you say servant, Jesus would have been referenced as Yeshua ben Yosef, meaning the suffering Yeshua. Right, okay. His kingship is Yeshua ben David. David. King David, lineage. Yeah. Uh-huh. See the difference? And they would have known that. So if you look at that at that graphic there, it spells it out. And like I said, the Jewish people know uh, that represents the first seven letters of the Hebrew Genesis 1-1 of wow. Torah. And the center candle again. There's no, it's the olive and top. That's, that's Yeshua. That's Jesus. That's what that candle represents. Wow. That's why he said, I'm the vine. You're... He was talking to Jews. Wow. And then the apostles were like, and like Jesus' mom and um, Miriam, you know, uh, and Miriam from, you know, Magdalene, and, and on and on. Uh-huh. Their eyes were open, like, he is Mashiach. Yeah. Okay? So if you can go to the next graphic, okay. we're talking about. Menorah 2. Yeah, Menorah 2. It also represents <coughs> how, many, how many feasts of there of God? Seven. Okay, isn't that interesting? And it represents, and a lot of Jewish people, they know that. Menorah represents also the seven feasts of God. So if you look at it, Sukkot is the tabernacles, you know. Then you've got Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. And you got the Feast of Trumpets, right? Mm -hmm. Then you've got Pentecost. Well, that true holiday is Shavuot. That's that holiday. Okay. Then you got Shavuot. Shavuot. That's how you pronounce that. Pentecost just means 50 in Greek. 50, right, yeah. It's the true holiday of that is Shavuot. Okay. Okay, but very important. We'll get back to that in a minute. Then you got first fruits. Then you've got, uh, you know, uh, the spring feast, and you got Pesach. And unleavened bread. See that? Mm-hmm. But you notice that the center candle... Shavuot is a celebration, God's holiday, when he gave Moshe, Moses, the commandments in the Torah on Mount Sinai. Right, right. When he, again, panim, panim, it says, face-to-face in Hebrew. He met one of them. But it's also the Shavuot 
when Jesus said, tarry here 10 more days, he was talking to born again yeah. Jews or Christians. Right. They were the first, you know, first born among many brothers. Jesus was the first, right, right. first born yeah. among many brethren. But he said, tarry here 10 more days because he said, well, of their Jewish heritage, they're going to celebrate Shavuot 10 more days. Yeah. Because you count the Omer from the day after Pesach, Which Passover. Th- this is good, too, because where, when he encountered them and he said, receive ye Holy Spirit, that's where they were born again. Right after that, Pentecost is where they would have received the Holy Spirit. The impartation of the Holy yeah, Spirit. Yeah, or the Speaking baptism, right? Yeah, yes, right. Right, right. Yeah. And that happens to be on the center candle. Yeah. See, okay. Jesus knew. I, I see that. Yeah, that's Shabbat. Center candle, Shamash candle, servant candle, Mashiach, Yeshua HaMashiach. That's why he said, tarry here 10 more days. By the, that's very interesting, too, because uh, John the Baptist said that there's a greater one that comes after me, and he, referring to Jesus, he will baptize you in the Holy Ghost. That's good. That's his ministry, by the by the way. A lot, lot of people are baptized in the John's baptism, but John himself, a good Baptist brother, said, look, there's, a, there's another baptism that comes after me. There's a, a greater <laughs> baptism after me, and he will baptize you in the Holy Ghost. And here's something interesting. John 1, verse 6, talking about, we were just talking about the, John the Baptist. John was a man sent from God whose name was John. There was, or excuse me, it says there was a man sent from God whose name was John, Jesus' cousin. Yep, yep. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all <laughs> through him might believe. He was not that light. Verse 8 says this, but was sent to bear witness of that of light. Of the light. That was the true light in verse 9, which gives light to every man coming into the world. Hmm. Hmm. So when he said in James 1.17, James is Jesus' half-brother. Yeah. Because God is Jesus' father. Yeah. But Mary and Joseph, you know. Right, right. Okay, that was Jesus. But he was the first pastor of the church of Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he said every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. We're all living menorahs. Why? Wow. Because Yeshua, our Lord and wow. Savior, is menorah. Yeah. See that? I'm the vine. Oh, stick it back up there. There it is. You are the branches. <laughs> There's no disputing that. Wow. So the actual symbol for Judaism, if you go to Israel, is not... Like, for instance, I got this. I wear it everywhere. I, I, I value this. I'll give this to my son. You know, when I, if Jesus. Yeah, there, I don't know if you can y'all say that. It's Star David. Everyone says that. You know that. If you ask a lot of Jews, they'll say no. Menorah is the true symbol of for wow. Judaism. Wow. Because they know it represents Mashiach. Their hope that Mashiach's coming. Yeah. But they've been blinded in part to the fullness that the Gentiles come in. Wow. See. So, yeah, this all, this all ties together with all of that. It ties in with <clears throat> menorah. Wow. And why do we have these symbols? Now, are you in sin if you don't have? No, no. I'm not saying race out tomorrow and you got to get a menorah. Or, you know, <laughs> and that was Peter. Big That's thing because he was telling people after he got saved, Gentiles, well, you got to convert to Judaism 101. And Paul had to go to him and say, right. No, that's not the way it works. Right, right. It's 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 as I teach at churches how I explain it to people is I wasn't here or my ancestors weren't here. Now maybe yours were during the revolution. You may have got some of your ancestors, or I'm sure people watching online. Yeah, um, some a lot of them of their were. heritage. They, they, they some of them probably have, and, and God bless. Thank you very much for for your, for your ancestors and your relatives fighting in the, in the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. My point is, I'm not English. Yeah, but the reason why the United States of America, the Republic, mm-hmm. there's a difference. We can get that. I mean, it's not, it's not digress to that. Yeah, that's another podcast. That's another, that's a, that's another <laughs> podcast, yeah. But uh, this republic that we have um, was founded by English people. Hmm. But that's why the United States works so well. It's founded on God's governmental principles, mm-hmm. God's kingdom principles. Mm-hmm. To the Jew first, hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then to the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. But... I'm of Jewish heritage. Now, we may have people watching this podcast that are Hispanic. 
my wife is what you would call a Sephardic uh, Spanish Jew. Okay. 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 So she's got Spanish heritage. Uh-huh. Uh, you might have some uh, African-American people watching this podcast, you know, Orientals, Asians. Uh-huh. But here's the key. They're just as much of an American as the founding fathers. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Same thing with the, gov- with the kingdom of God, right? Because Galatians 3.13 and 14 is another thing. Mm. example or clue mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Christ has done what redeemed us from the curse of the law that's Deuteronomy 28 mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. for it is written cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree so that what so that the blessings of Abraham that was mm-hmm. for me or my my lineage right might come now upon who you yeah yeah when you said yes Yeshua's Hamashiach is my Lord Jesus is my Lord yeah my 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 my, my Messiah my yeah, he's father Abraham Yes. Yeah. And it talks about the grafting in and of that nature. Yeah. Doesn't mean you, you're, no, I'm not. And then you get people, well, I'm Jewish. No, no, no. But you have the same rights then mm. that we have, mm-hmm. covenant people. Right. See what I'm saying? And yeah. I use that United States of America, the Republic, as an example. That, yeah. That's a perfect example. Is that is right. that making sense? Yeah. That, that, uh, it works, yeah. Because that's why the United that, States that, has worked because it's the first country that was. Hey, we should set this up on godly principles and, yeah. and his governmental principles. So it doesn't matter where you've immigrated from. No. What you're saying is you have the same rights and privileges as an American citizen. Well, it doesn't matter yeah. what your race, creed, or color is. Yeah, right. Yeah. Now there's some atrocities and things yeah. that were interpreted incorrectly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You know. You know what I'm saying. But my point is, that's how the kingdom of God works. And that, and that's one thing that we were looking at, too, is that's part of his inheritance is he was going to take out of every tribe and nation, he was going to take uh, people for himself, those who would believe on Jesus as the Messiah. Mashiach, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and how can you dispute that? Yeah. So that debunks, by us talking this, about that right now through the scriptures, it debunks replacement yeah. theology yeah How, right. it it's demonic yeah i mean you know it, it's just uh like i said uh it, it the, it's living word this is I why faith comes by hearing and hearing by yeah. the what yeah what you're doing is you're you're quoting you are using yeshua every time you opens up start quoting it yeah wow man you're quoting you're saying i'm applying my Lord and Savior, Yeshua, to my situation. Wow. That's awesome. That's what you're doing. Because he's the Aleph and the Tav. Yeah. The beginning and the end. The beginning and From the end. From Bereshish, Bet, the very first letter. Mm-hmm. We just saw, saw that. All the way through Revelation. Wow. Wow. That's awesome, bro. And then you see man. what you said in Revelation 1, John, and it says, I perceive I saw the Son of Man mm-hmm. walking among the Lamp stands? Yeah. No. Scratch that out. Right. He walked amongst the menorahs. Wow. That's what he was doing. Mm. Brother, this has been this has been rich. Hey, we're about out of time. So I so I want you to think what's 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 maybe a uh what's maybe a closing thought or something. Maybe you just want to recapitalize on a thought or something, but uh what do you have? And then uh then I want you to pray for the uh listen the listening audience too. Well, like I said, it's it's just understanding that yes, it's good to dig in and find out about your heritage. Mm-hmm. We celebrate again the Fourth of July. Why? Yeah, right, right. Because of our heritage. Yeah, this is your heritage. Yes, to the Jew first, but also now it's applicable to yeah. the nations, the Gentiles. If you yeah. say you're, we're we're set apart, we're an ecclesia now, we're the body of Christ. Yeah, doesn't matter what race, creed, or color. Doesn't matter what you've done. What I want to encourage you with, if you're watching and you don't know Yeshua's Mashiach, well, we're going to pray for that. It's just so simple, Pastor Justin. This is what he's commissioned us to mm-hmm. do as ministers, yeah. is to draw people into him, to the, to the light, mm-hmm. to the menorah, mm-hmm. to the word. Mm-hmm. And it's real simple. You know, and it, it talks about that dispensation of what he's doing with the Jews. And like I said, Romans 9, 10, 11. Yeah. But he also puts the salvation in there. Yeah. That if you would believe with your heart. It's yeah. just that simple. If you're watching online and you don't know Yeshua. Or if, you know what, you're like, hey, Brother Phil, this makes sense, but you are backslidden. 
and you, he's calling you back to him. It's real simple. Rededicating your life to him. All you need to do is just say, Lord, I messed it, missed it, but I know one thing. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is your son and that he died on the cross, shed his blood for me so that I might have eternal life. And it's really just that simple. And and, and if you've done that and you're in the area, Pastor Justin, your church in the yeah. name and you know, encourage them what time are your services? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you're in the um, Harrison, Arkansas, you know, Omaha, Branson, Missouri area, uh, Grace City Church, uh, we meet here every Sunday at 1030 a.m. Yeah, we would love to help you take those next steps. If you call it on the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And it's just that simple, and we'll pray real quick. Father, do it. all you do is say, Father, I believe with my heart that Jesus died on the cross and is your son. Thank you. for my sins and shed his blood. And now I confess with my mouth, and to say it aloud, I confess with my mouth, Jesus is Lord. He is Lord. You're saved. Now I want to encourage you with a couple things. What you need is you need a Bible. You need Yeshua. Because yeah. he will never leave yeah. you or forsake you. The word says that. that. That's good. He will never leave you and forsake. This will never let you down. I might let you down because I'm, right. I'm I'm human. Pastor Justin might let you, let you down, not on purpose and not deliberately, but hey, we're, we've all sinned and missed the. We, we've all sinned. Yeah, yeah. This is the final authority in your life. Hallelujah. But I want to encourage you two things. You need a church, and I would encourage you to come, Pastor Justin and his wife, this church. I'm telling you, they will feed you. They will get you to the next steps, and that is getting filled with the Holy Spirit. The evidence is speaking in tongues. Where the dunamis comes into, so you can rightly divide the word of truth better. Mm-hmm. Get yourself locked into a local ecclesia, a local church that believes Jesus is Lord. And it's not, you know, when you go there and if you don't know, there's okay to ask the pastors what's their doctrine, what do they believe. And if there's any hint, I want to encourage you, if there's any hint of replacement theology, just politely not smiling. That's that's the big that's Look the for big, another church where you're going to get. No, no. Yeah. Go ahead, Pastor Justin. No, I was going to say, I mean, that's that's the big, uh, you know, they could have various beliefs on, on other things. But, sure. But if they have a diminished view of the Jews, Man, that's devilish. Those people may not realize how devilish it, it is. is. They're just ignorant folk. But right. You know. <laughs> but you want to get two things. Like I said, a word that's going to word of faith. It's going to believe the word. It's going to help you grow. And you need a Bible because this is your best companion in life. This is your sword. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I want to encourage people with. Hey, let me say this too. You don't. You don't have to find a church that does a Passover every other day too. You know what I mean? Like no. you know. That, but appreciating what historically has happened the roots their the the history the heritage right. because our we cannot separate our story from it hallelujah well phil uh how can people get a hold of you so you're at menorah light how how can people get a hold of you find out what you're doing follow along with what you I have developing my website i've been saying it but I'm, my daughter said she'd help me with it i kind of pinned her down she a lot going on she just got married and i got you know her husband's a, a good uh real good uh, musician and his praise and worship leader pastor at his church and stuff okay like cool but they're getting settled so but uh on my my, my ministries mineral light ministries um if you need to reach me uh, my web my email address is phil.rab9132 again phil.rab9132 at gmail.com for now okay I don't have a problem. You can call my cell, and uh, it's 630-460-9132. And I get people all the time that uh, would like for that information. It's 630-460-9132. And uh, like I said, this is all about it's all, everything we do in this world is all about Yeshua. It's all about Jesus. Yeah, I love it. Well, Phil, thank you so much, man. This has been rich. Listen, so reach out to Phil if you want to find out more, if you're interested in more. Uh, you know, if you want to know how to get a hold of the right kinds of teachings, uh, Phil can help direct you in that way, too. You know, there's some, you know, there's some weird stuff, just just like there is in, in everything, but he can help guide you and, and lead you as a born-again believer, hallelujah, on how you can learn more about this. Or if you're not born again, or if you're Jewish, and this podcast is just really... Uh, Touched your heart in a special way. Reach out to Phil. Listen, or Pastor Justin. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you can call me. <laughs> Hallelujah. I mean, Praise the Lord. 
I don't know as much as Phil, but uh, yes, we we can uh, we can help you out. We can get you going. Listen, I want to say thank you for tuning in. This has been the Grace for This City podcast. Hey, if we can uh, join with you, agree with you in prayer in, in any way, that's kind of how we feel like that's one way we can partner with you, our listeners. And uh, so several ways you can do that. You can call us 870-741-9099. Leave a message. Somebody will get right back with you. Or you can send us an email at hello at gracecitychurch.tv. That's hello at gracecitychurch.tv. Dot TV. Listen, I want to give a big shout out to all of those people that you've partnered financially with the podcast. There's a little cost to do this, but um, if you have uh, done that, I want to say thank you. If you want to participate with us in that way, several ways you can do that. If you're in the United States, you can text to give 84321. That's 84321. Follow the prompts. Of course, you can go to the website, gracecitychurch.tv forward slash give. There's a way to do it there. Or you can snail mail. If you prefer to write a check and mail it in, send it to P.O. Box 7, Harrison, Arkansas, 72. I just forgot. 72602. Hallelujah. That's a live blooper right there. Anyways, thank you in advance. We're so honored for your support. Hey, listen, until next time, my friends, be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed.